everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 71, Vagabond Jack Challenges the Appalachian Trail. If you would like to support the Trust the Trail podcast, please go to patreon.com forward slash trust the trail and get early access to weekly podcasts, live Q&As with both Ariane and myself, and get invited on exclusive backpacking or adventure trips for the 2019 season. You can see all the details on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash trust the trail. On this episode, we talk to Jack Masters, a.k.a. Vagabond Jack. He gives his account of what it was like hiking over 700 miles on the Appalachian Trail, how he pushed through it despite health issues, and how yelling at the mountains inspired him to keep going. And as always, if you want to come hang with us, just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join in our podcast family and become part of our community. We hope to see you over there. Without further ado, our conversation with Vagabond Jack. Well, Mr. Jack Masters, a.k.a. Vagabond Jack, welcome to Trust the Trail podcast. Thank you, Scott and Ariane. <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's yeah, really ab- good. <laughs> absolutely. Um, thank you for taking the time to, to talk to us um, and, uh, you know, kind of uh, inspire and motivate uh, new backpackers and or other backpackers that have aspirations of uh, doing a long distance backpacking trip as which you did this year yes i did well i didn't i didn't go as far as i wanted to but i did do a uh 757 miles on the at so i guess that counts yeah oh, that yeah. counts jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah that definitely counts <laughs> yeah uh, i mean because we you and i both know that most people don't even make it the first 30 miles so 700 right. miles is a pretty dang good uh, that's a pretty good feat in and of itself. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks. But, but, uh, but yeah, I, I had to get off because of medical reasons, but, uh, but, uh, well, I, we'll talk about it later as far as the future. <laughs> so I, I I'm kind of curious, how did you get the nickname or how did you get the trail name Vagabond Jack? Okay. Well, I actually, I gave that to myself. Um, <clears throat> I went out last the summer of 2017 and spent a week out there on the AT um, in uh, partially in the Smokies uh, with a, with, and then partially south of the Smokies with a group called uh, uh, Fat Guys Back in the Woods. And they gave me a trail name out there of Lefty Righty because <laughs> I told them the story. Of, <laughs> I told them the story when I was doing day hiking. I, I bought some trekking poles and I was, the, first, the first time I was using them, I was walking along and I, I looked down and noticed the L on the, the tag on one of the one of the poles and I thought oh my gosh I got large poles I'm kind of a small guy I probably maybe I should have got medium <laughs> and then I walked I walked down a little farther and I noticed the R on the other tag and go oh what a dummy <laughs> the, L's, the, the L's for left and the R's for right that's but anyway and so they thought that was funny and they gave me the name lefty righty uh, but when I decided to go back on my by myself and do the do the trail um, I, I'd by then I'd uh, retired and I knew I was going to be a vagabond of sorts with a with a truck camper, and I, I'd given myself the name Vagabond Jack, uh, and I started a Facebook page called The Adventures of Vagabond Jack, and uh, and uh, my friends and family knew me by that name, and so that's why I took on that 
that uh, persona, I guess, that uh, that nickname, and uh, retired lefty-righty. So that's why I'm vagabond, Jack. (laughs) Yeah, I think you learned really early uh, that (laughs) it's usually the really ridiculous things that you do. I know. That'll get you the real name faster than Right, right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but <laughs> so that's how, how I got that name. How did um, I'm always curious as to what or who or you know like how did the whole I'm gonna go and spend you know four <laughs> to six months out on the trail with you know I mean you with little to no backpacking experience you really were motivated. How did you get? How did what was the inspiration or the motivation behind? Um, doing a long distance trek. Okay. Um, as I said, I've done a lot of day hiking um, the last few years. I've discovered that was a great, well, first of all, I just got into walking. I started walk, you know, tried to do the 10,000 steps a day. I did that for several years and then started hiking in the woods around the Kansas City area. And there actually are some decent hiking trails around here. And uh, uh, three or four years ago, I went up to Colorado uh, and did four day hikes out there at elevation, got altitude sickness once, but got over it, um, and uh, stayed, actually, I rented a teardrop camper and stayed in that when I was out there, which was kind of, kind of cool, um, um, and uh, start, and then I, I started reading more and more about uh, long-distance hiking, and I read, I don't know how many trail journals from not, not only the AT, but the PCT and CDT, and even the American Discovery Trail, and uh, well, this is while I was still working. This is like you know five years ago or more, and I got in my head that uh, that you know I wanted to do a long distance walk of of some sort, and um, and I, the more I researched, I watched videos and and that sort of thing, and I came to the realization that. Uh, for somebody my age, because I'm in my late 60s now, and uh, without a lot of experience, that I thought the AT would have the most support system along the way, you know, the most uh, um, trail towns and trail magic and places to resupply, that sort of thing. So I thought in, in that respect, it would be easier than the other trails, although I didn't, I know in other ways it's more difficult. So uh, that's why I decided on the AT. Um, I'm trying to think what exactly inspired me. I guess just reading about it so much but on the, the trail journals um, and reading AWOL's book and, and things like that, that inspired me that, yeah, I want to do this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, either, I don't know, stupid enough or hard-headed enough or whatever to want to do. Usually a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to torture myself for six or seven months, but anyway. Um, so, so, uh, but, uh, uh, um, and of course a lot of things you read and, and you, you watch the, the YouTube videos, they, they show the, uh, they show the, uh, the, I don't say glorify it, but, but they show the highlights, you know, and, and the beautiful scenes and everything. And of course, when you get out there, you find out it's, yeah, there are those beautiful views and everything, but it's also a lot of work, you know, physical yeah. work. It's, it's not easy, but, uh, Anyway, so I, I guess there's no one thing or person that inspired me. So it just took years of uh, reading about it and thinking about it and uh, deciding so that's what I wanted to do. So. Would you say that it met your expectations, Jack? 
Oh yeah, um, um, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, you know the, the the views, and I only you know, I only made it as far as Southern Virginia, so I didn't get to see the uh, you know when you get up to New Hampshire and Maine and see the even more beautiful areas. But there were so many uh, sites along the way, uh, um, places like Siler's Bald. I went up and spent the night there and camped out up uh, up there, and it was just beautiful you know you get a you have a 360 degree view and uh and uh uh places like that and uh uh other areas like that Wyabald, i believe that was another one that just blew me away yeah, um yeah. and and uh uh you know you never know when you're gonna have a you come upon a uh, where you actually get a view and, and you're like wow that's great you know and uh, <laughs> and, and and the satisfaction of of making it to the top of, you know, something like Roan Mountain. That was one I remember oh, yeah. that, uh, that seemed to take forever to get to the top. But, but, you know, uh, uh, I, I beat it I, actually, or Albert Mountain, uh, with all the rocks. Yeah. And I, I just start yelling, I start yelling at him when I'm going up there. Say, I'm going to beat you, you son of a, you son of a gun. <laughs> You're not going to win. I am going to beat you. And I, and I tried to make it a game like that. Uh, um, because you can't, you know, if you, if you, if you, uh, are all uh you know think oh my gosh this is so hard i can't make it you know you're, you're you probably won't make it you know well i don't know what you'll do yet you'll you don't have a choice you know you, you have yeah. to go up you don't have a choice yeah but anyway no, 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 i mean that's exactly the truth for so many people that you have to you have to be ahead of it you know you have to right. you have to be mind over matter in most cases and, and a lot of times that's hard to do what 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 it what kept you motivated even in tough times, whether it's going up a mountain or, you know, just a bad day or a challenging moment, like what, what is it personally that motivated you? Um, I guess just the idea that you just keep going and you'll get, eventually you'll get there. Um, um, and, and well, there, there was <laughs> one story. It's kind of, this kind of goes along with trust the trail too. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> One day it was a it was a Sunday. It was not that it makes any difference. You you forget the days on the trail, but <laughs> but it was raining and it was there. Were, actually, it was even a, uh, starting a lightning around the area, and I was climbing the going up this mountain. And just as I was kind of getting to the top, I'm on the ridge line, which was even worse with the lightning around. <laughs> and I was I was just really oh god, this is horrible, you know this. Is, and, and all of a sudden, I could hear this voice wailing in the distance and I kind of stopped and it was, it was also kind of cold and rain just pouring down and as I waited this um, I don't know he's probably in his early 20s young man no shirt on and he's wailing at the top of his lungs singing bye bye Miss American Pie <laughs> and I just started laughing and as he walked by me I start I sang a, a chorus with him and, uh, and and I thought that kid's got the right idea, you know, yeah. he, he's embracing the suck. He's like, Oh, well, so what? And, and uh, <laughs> so I, I started calling when I had a bad day after that, I called the American pie type of days because, you know, you just, you just laugh at it and, and embrace it and go on. 
So he inspired me. He he doesn't know that probably, but he did. So anyway. But, yeah, I, I absolutely so. love that. It's it's amazing how individuals that you meet, which you have absolutely no connection to at all, except for you're in the same place, you might be in the same mental attitude, and you connect in a way that is almost rare to connect in, in personal life, you know? Right. I, I love that. Oh, I know. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know who he was and I'll never seen the rest, you know, again, the rest of my life. And, uh, but he, uh, he helped me and he, he actually, whenever I had a bad day after that, I kind of always thought back to that, that time. And he's like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, I start I, singing American pie, you know, and I think that's <laughs> one of the things that the trail does provide. It's, it's amazing how, you know, when you are having a bad day or you're, you're having a down moment and it's like all of a sudden the trail provides you with that person, that stranger that just gives you a pick me up. It's, it's, it's almost uh, like, you know, how did you know I needed that right now? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you talk about trust the trail. Uh, uh, you know, I want, I know you wanted to ask about that and I guess that's one where you just trust the trail that something happened like that. It was, it was amazing. It was, cause that was one of my, one of my worst moments as far as just being, you know, just, dreading it you know and I knew I had another five miles to go to the shelter or wherever and after that it was it was no big deal and so anyway (laughs) and I think that's one of the expectations like when you first start a long distance trek um you know you don't have that knowledge you know you're you're trying so hard to plan ahead but then after you get out there and after you're doing it for a while you're like I don't know where I'm going to hike today. You know, where, who exactly. knows? I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the day right. is going to bring. And, but you just live you just for that day. You just do what you do. And it's just like one step forward. You know what you have to yeah. do. You know, you're going to be sleeping somewhere. <laughs> it, it could be in the right. rain in your tent in town. <laughs> who knows? But it's just, that's mm-hmm. whole part of, that's the whole part of the experience, which to me is that's one of the great things about, you know, doing your long distance trek is like, you never know what's going to happen, but it's all going to be okay. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I agree that <laughs> it happens. There, there, that's probably the best instance I can think of off the top of my head of, of that type of thing happening. But there were other, other times too, you know, trail magic at the right time, um, which, uh, you know, I mean, I remember coming out of the, when I finally came out of the Smokies, oh my God, officially out of, out of the national park and it was such a good feeling. And there was a, there was a lady there doing, tra- there was a lady there doing trail magic. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is like, a, you know, like a celebration after making it right. through. <laughs> and, uh, right. and, uh, but, uh, cause I, cause we dealt with the, when I was out there, we dealt with a lot of uh, cold and snow. We hit, it was in March with all the, the blizzards and, uh, right, but anyway, right. And you, and you, you left, and you left early, so you were smart, and you kind right. of uh, you 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 started in February, so you can beat the right. the the crowds. Now, did you, did you think that was? Did you end up thinking that was the advantage? Were you happy with that uh, that early start date? I was for a couple of reasons. One of them is that February was actually fairly nice in the weather. With the weather, um, I walked at least two days. I can remember in t-shirt and shorts in February in wow. Georgia. Uh, I mean, it was that nice. It was you know, in the sixties and, and, uh, and also I went, I believe I went, I'm trying to remember it was 18 hours without seeing another person one time, um, and <laughs> stayed in the shelter by myself. 
and uh, which was the first time I'd done that uh, in the pouring rain. But um, and so it's kind of nice because you didn't, you know, you didn't have the crowded shelters and that sort of thing. Which of course, being as old and slow as <laughs> I'm the slowest person out there this year, uh, <laughs> the, the bubble the bubble definitely caught up with me. And later on, when especially when it's so cold, the shelters are so crowded, and that's a whole other experience. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I didn't mind that um, leaving February because, as I said, I, we lucked out in that in in February. The, the weather wasn't bad. In March, that's when the the, the brutally cold weather hit, and it was just uh, very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it, it was okay. What it was okay while you're walking. It was the you know in the stay, you know stopping it for the night that was so cold, and, and getting up in the morning it was just so cold. Your you know your fingers are beating numb, and by the time you you got, I got walking and everything. So, but, uh, so, so the big, the big discussion usually on the Appalachian trail is gear, gear. What's your gear? Okay. You know, right. what are you gear? Right. What are you, what are you, what are you sleeping in? What are, you know, what are you, you know, and, and you spend 10 minutes talking to a random stranger because they want to know exactly. if yeah. their gear is superior to your gear, you know? Right. So yeah. how did you feel? About, how did you feel about your gear? How did you, how'd you feel about it? Were you pretty comfortable with it? Was it something like, yeah. you know, Oh my God, I wish I would have like researched gear for another six months before I went or, no, I felt pretty good. For one thing, I had a couple of people help me with a pack shakedown. Uh, <laughs> uh, last, uh, <laughs> I think their name was Scott and Ariane. They helped me out uh, in preparing uh, um, and, and uh, <clears throat> went through, especially with the clothing. You guys helped me so much with what clothes to wear, you know, to get. I was so confused, and it was perfect. I had exactly enough for the, the, the even the brutally cold weather. Uh, the only thing I added, the only thing I added was, and when I was in hot springs, I did pick up. Uh, some mittens with a uh, mitten li- with liners. Uh, yeah. um, but other than that, I, I had plenty of, uh, and also I picked up a balaclava, you know, the, right. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, those are the only two things I added, I think for the brutally cold weather. Um, <clears throat> but my, I had a Z packed pack, which is light. Um, and we've the, got the your, magma- we had gotten I'm your sorry? weight. We had gotten your weight down to like what twenty five pounds or tw- something. Tw- yeah, around around that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and I probably, you know, and so I, I, I'm one of those people. I'd, I'd pack. I get too much food when I went to town. I'd probably come out of, out of town probably closer to thirty, which is stupid of me. And then I'd have, <laughs> which I'd, then I'd have food. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I, I have a buddy of mine, John Skizix, who he did a through hike in twenty, uh, fifteen years ago. And actually, he helped me slack pack one day out there. But he said he heard that uh, you never carry food to food and water to water. So, you know, if you're, if you're carrying food in the town, that means you got too much. You know? so, but anyway, um, so, yeah, my pack when I left town was probably creeping up close to 30, which is, I tried to keep it down. Um, and I did uh, uh, mail a few things back to my sister uh, t- uh, to get my weight down. Um, things that I realized, especially as the weather got warmer, that I didn't need. Um, uh, but uh, let's see. So, I, yeah, I had, had the light pack, the fairly light sleeping bag, the Big Agnes tent. If I go back out, uh, well, I'm going to go somewhere next year, I may switch to a, a lighter tent, although it's fairly light. You know, it's like, you know, it's their, their U, uh, Copper Spur UL, too, yep. which is, I don't know, maybe three pounds total. Yep. Yeah. 
but uh, but I may switch to a Z-Pax. Not I should I guess I don't know if I should say their the brand. I don't mean to push a certain brand, but it, anyway. But they have a they have a tent that uh, where you use your trekking poles instead yep. of carrying poles and things like that. So it gets the weight down to just a little bit over a pound, I believe, for the tent. Which is so, kind of um, funny. Which is funny because you know when you're out there um, hiking, it really is. It it it's like it it kind of mimics your lifestyle. So if if your lifestyle is well, I don't you know I I really don't care where I sleep type of person, you can go right. pretty lightweight. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the trail kind of like teaches you a lifestyle after a while, or right. you're gonna fight the lifestyle that the trail is trying to tr- trying to teach you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And so we talk about that all the time. Is that it? Really is a lifestyle out there, isn't it? Oh, sure. Definitely. Definitely. There's definitely a, a, a subculture, if you want to call it. And there's complete with uh, trail politics and trail gossip. Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you want to get involved in that, you know, but you, you don't have to. That's a nice thing. You can just yeah. ignore all that stuff. And, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There was one guy I knew. Uh, I won't mention his, even his trail name. He knew all the gossip. Whenever you ran into him, he could tell you you know, who's off the trail, who got in trouble with the law, who, you know, it's like, it's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, I guess the trail definitely uh, does mean very different things to people. What, yeah, yeah. What would you say was probably one or a few of your favorite moments? Were, were they self-accomplishment? Were they by yourself? Were they with other people? What are the memories paper. that you take away? Well, one... This is, yeah, this isn't especially, well, I guess, uh, um, making it up Albert Mountain, that was, as far as self-accomplishment, that felt really good. Uh, you know, it's down there, it's in, that's in North Carolina, believe in it, right after you cross the border. Yep. From Georgia to North Carolina, yeah. It's like the 100 mile it's the 100, mark. Yeah, it's 100 mile mark, that's right. Yep. And it was real rainy and foggy, uh, and I have all those rocks you got to go over, and you, once you, yep. you, you go over a little, little clump of them, you think, okay, this is it. There's no more after this. And then you look up and you got, yeah, that's all you can see for the, for the future and more, these big rocks you have to climb over, not the little ones you just step over. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so that felt really good when I, when I got to the top of, of that mountain. Um, one of my uh, favorite memories out there was, uh, uh, was Burke's garden. Uh, that place that blew me away. Um and I mentioned to a lot of people later on who were on the trail, and they didn't even really remember it. But it was—I don't know if you—I don't know if you remember it. It's you—you—you you, you go up to this high. Um, you're, you go climb this this high peak. You know, I don't peak, but uh, kind of a plateau. And then there's a warden's cabin up the top, and it's the the only the the first uh, uh, four actually has a door on it. It's a shelter that actually is—it's a stone shelter. It has a door. The warden used to stay up there, and the valley below is—it's called Burke's Garden, and it's this geological formation. It's a sunk. It's like a huge sinkhole that goes like know, eight miles long. And there's a there's a people that live down there, and they have farms. And uh, uh, and I was <clears throat> the day we got there, I was just blown away by it. And the guy I was hiking with had to go into to uh, Bland, Virginia, to get them. Um, to get a prescription filled. And so he was going to be gone for two or three hours and we were waiting at this road crossing. And I said, I'm not going to go with you in the bland. And there was a guy there who lived around there. He said, I'll take you into to the garden. So he drove me down and, and 
since he lived there, he knew the whole area. And he, he drove me all around, pointed me, th- you know, pointed out things to me. You know, here's where so-and-so lives. And, and uh, uh, he took me to a, uh, an Amish uh, uh, general store that, where I had lunch. <laughs> and it was just a very nice experience, getting experience that part of, of Virginia, I guess it was, but that part of, the, of our country I'd never experienced before. Uh, I was just really, really blown away by it. So mm-hmm. it's a beautiful area with all the, the uh, green rolling pastures and cattle. And, and uh, so anyway. Uh, which is so, which is so uh, weird because it's funny how like the, the one, some of the things that you remember the most were, were off the trail. You know, right. that's, I think yep. that's the magical yeah. part of the trail mm-hmm. is that you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're not on the trail, you don't get the benefits of all the pluses added to your right. Journey. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I would always. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I was always. I would always try and take as many side trails as my feet could handle, <laughs> because it's those, <laughs> you know, it's those unexpected moments or it's those things that like pull you just slightly off course that end up holding so much value that you hadn't anticipated even happening. I was. I was going to be. Right. You know, I was going to ask you like, what was one of the most unexpected accomplishments that you had happened and. <laughs> It's funny because you ended up talking about this yeah. unexpected, right. you know, situation that ended up being one of your favorite moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, in fact, I hope someday, because obviously you can drive there, people live there. I hope someday to drive back there in my, in my camper and, and, you know, and, uh, and just spend some more time in that area. It's, it's very, uh, to me, it was just an interesting area. And then also as you, as we walked out of there, I caught a ride back up and then you walk along a ridge all along for like, like five miles, at least you're walking along and just looking down into this lush green Valley down there as we're up freezing on top. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was cold, uh, but not that bad. Um, but, um, <clears throat> I didn't know yeah, that was, that was yeah. a nice area. And, and, uh, oh, hello. Well, yes. seven over seven hundred miles—that is a—and that is a huge accomplishment. And so you you, you had a, you had a little bit of a health issue um, that kind of forced you off the trail a little bit. But like, how are you doing? How how's everything going now? Oh, oh, I'm great now. Yeah, I got all. It was a hernia. I can I guess no big deal to say that. And once I got that patched up, and and I'm, I have no problems whatsoever. And then actually, I did go back out there for another 10 days, but then I had a, a I have a skin thing caused by the sun. It's uh, it can it can be lead into a, a, it's called basal cell carcinoma, which is not malignant or not, but it, it can be, lead to problems where you have to have a surgery and they slice the skin off your face. And, and I realized I had that had come back, and so I got off the trail again after 10 days and came back and had that taken care of. Uh, which was a good thing, so because it prevented me from having <laughs> surgery right. for that. Um, Second time, <laughs> but uh, so um, so I did get to do a little section, seventy miles or so, seventy-eight miles in Massachusetts and Vermont, which was a different experience. Um, but anyway, uh, how, what was the question? I'm not sure. I so, but you're feeling I'm okay. Rambling. You're, you're I'm rambling feeling, on so much. You're feeling okay now, oh, though, but, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. And I'm planning on doing another long hike next year. I'm not sure if it's the AT or not, but I, I can talk about that if you want. But, so so but. how does, how, right, so how in reality, though, is, 
like, you know, if you go to plan another hike, right? So what, what's like the one thing you've, you've learned? I mean, like all the planning you did, you know, everything to get out there, you know, what, what like, do you trust the trail more? I mean, like, how do you look at life now that you've, you're, you've, you did over 700 miles? Yeah, I uh, will definitely trust the trail more because whenever you need something, it seems like they always show up if you really do need <laughs> it. Um, um, one thing, I mean, a lot of times, you know, people say, well, if you're going to go out there, make sure you slow down, take your time, which is great advice. Um, um, but the one thing I think, especially if I go back to the AT, is I will probably not take as many zero days. I, I took too many zero days. Uh, I think and I'll probably try to push it a little harder um, because my miles per day were, were you know, just not, uh, I know that I know it sounds crazy because usually people say slow down and smell the roses, you know, or stop and smell the roses, whatever it is. And I did a lot of that, but uh, that's one thing I would do differently for myself. I would be pushed myself just a little harder, not a lot, <laughs> but uh, um but as far as planning and stuff like that, now it's like you'd probably just get out there and go. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I'd even, when I went out before, I didn't do the, uh, you know, where you send bounce, send boxes and that sort of thing. I uh, just resupplied along the trail. Um, uh, found, I found that easier for me. Um, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, like I say, change some of my gear out, but not a lot. Um, um, uh, also, um, um, what else? Maybe try to get in a little bit better shape before I go back out. <laughs> <laughs> that's every, that's well, everybody. I, I, yeah, I think everybody probably feels that way. Right. That you cannot, you can't get in trail shape. That's impossible. I mean, the only way to get in trail shape is to go hike it, you know, you, yeah. you just can't do it ahead of time. Um, but, uh, you know, so what's uh, a, so, um, where do you think you're going to go? What, uh, what's, what's the plans for Vegabond Jack? Okay, you mean for a hike, a long distance hike, or no, whatever? What do you? What, what you're you're traveling in a camper van? <laughs> I know where you're yeah, at. where yeah. you're going? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm getting ready. I had to come back in town. Yeah, for my doctor's appointment, uh, I had to come back to Kansas City, and I'm getting ready to head out. And I'm going to head up um, uh, north to. I'm going to go to the Badlands. Uh, oh, definitely, I've been great. reading about them, and and they have a lot of areas you can go boondocking up there. Where I can just pull my camper off this side. Yep. And uh, you know, and just and. Uh, and sit out there and enjoy that. Um, uh, also, there's uh, some uh, uh, sand dune area, uh, sand hills in, in northeast Nebraska uh, that I want to I want to see, and maybe hit Devil's Tower. I've never been there. Um, oh, you love it. And then <laughs> I know <laughs> I can't wait. And then uh, I do have to, I am going to loop back down because Labor Day I have a commitment here in Kansas City area. But then after that, I'm going to head off, head again back out west probably, and just uh, for the next several months till till probably the, the till Christmas time, probably just travel out, uh, you know, in the in the northwest, you know, maybe through uh, Nevada, uh, you know, uh, um, in that area. Head, and it gets colder than head south, to, you know, to to uh, Wise. <laughs> uh, Arizona in that area and then and then uh cut and then swing back around come through Texas I have a couple of friends in Texas I haven't seen in years and uh and then then come back up north to Kansas City and after that then that'll be the first of the year who knows after that um well you'll be seeing I, us I uh hanging on to the back of your uh tailpipe yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> you're making you're not yeah. going in the badlands. Oh gosh, I, I know yeah. where that road yeah. is. I know exactly where that road is and where you're going. That is a beautiful <laughs> spot. So if yeah. you knock on the door, it's just, it's just us. It's just Scott and Ariana. <laughs> yeah. If I if I see a if I see a uh, an airstream, I'll do. Uh, yeah. Very good. Well, Jack, thank you so much, man. Really super appreciate you being on our podcast and being a guest. Oh, thank you. We had thank you. the best time with you on the AT Prep class. <laughs> we, we really do say this. We're very, very proud of you. We're, I mean, with what you accomplished on the AT isn't easy to do, and you did a great job. Very. Oh, thanks. I'm so thanks. happy for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, you, got, you guys helped me a lot, and uh, you really did in preparing for it. Uh, it, made, it made all the difference in the world. Um, and, uh, but, uh, and I'm going to go back either next year or the following year and, and do the whole thing over again. I'm going to do the whole thing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I will say and, that Jack, you have always inspired me from the minute, <laughs> the minute I met you, you have inspired me. Well, thank you. You've just, thank you got this it. unbelievable, like you, you have this like wealth of, of the inability to be broken down by anything in life. It just, it, it truly well, fascinates me. So I have enjoyed all of our time together. Um, well, thanks. And really I appreciate quickly, it. any last words of advice to any newbies out there? Uh, uh, I would say, you I mean, if you want to do a long distance hike. Yeah. Or someone or, who just or wants just, to get out there. Yeah. 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 Is, to, is to do it. I mean, you know, a lot of people, how many people have you talked to say, yeah, someday I'm going to do that. You know, somebody going, I don't care what it is. Maybe someday, yeah, I'm going to live in a camp or someday I'm going to, well, don't just say that someday get out there and do it. Yeah. You know? uh, That's a great closing uh, line. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to steal Nike's motto, but, but, you know, it is, but it does, you know, I mean, obviously you want to prepare and you want to research. I, I research things probably, but, uh, you know, instead of just talking about it and thinking about it and dreaming about it, you know, make plans and do what you guys have done with your, with your new home, you know, and actually work towards a goal and, and, you know, gosh, you know, yep, so, so that you don't, so, so that when you get old, you don't look back and say, you know, I could have done that. Yeah. But, but <laughs> well, thank you, Jack, thank again, you. really super appreciated sure. and uh, safe travels out there. Okay. Thank you. Same yeah. to you. It's always a pleasure. Bye, Jack. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Jack, it was so awesome having you with us. So thank you, Jack, for being on our podcast. And if any of you want to follow his upcoming adventures, whether they be backpacking or just exploring in his camper van, you can head on over to Facebook and find him at The Adventures of Vagabond Jack. He will be posting shortly, I am sure. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Really super appreciate it. Uh, if you like the podcast, please give it a review on iTunes and give us a shout out. It definitely helps us get our podcast out. We have a review from uh, Carrie F. This year or this uh, week, thank you so much. She says, love listening to this couple as a noob into the field. I don't feel stupid for not knowing some of the topics. Always feel like I'm catching up with friends, the way their dialogue rolls excited to keep up thank you so much that was that was super super nice of you that's what it's all about really. oh my god absolutely that's what <laughs> it's all about in the meantime you can catch our podcast on itunes stitcher google play Castbox, overcast podbean spotify and now on radio public we really super appreciate everybody listening and remember trust, trust the, the trail. trail bye you guys